0: hello and welcome to not for nothing i'm kyle leon henderson and today we've got friend of the show again sarah cooper hello hi i don't know what that was um <laughs> i don't know but i hate this I, now. So you had a monster and you have I'm, another I'm one having a mon- no i only had one i'm oh. having a monster now Ooh, this is gross. I don't like this. This is so disorienting to be able to be seen while we're recording. Okay. Yes, I told you. It's awful. this is, okay, we're going to go, this is such a chaotic mess, but we're going to keep powering through. So usually, Sarah, you're in Alabama. I'm in Los Angeles. We record on a remote website that's specifically for recording podcasts remotely. We don't usually see each other. It's usually like a phone call. And they just added this component where you can see each other because, I mean, it is nice to see who you're talking to. But you and I are best friends and we talk on the phone all the time. So it didn't bother us whatsoever. And now you and I both are losing our minds, apparently, as we can see each other. But we've seen each other many times, but it's just very disorienting. However, so since the last time (laughs) since the last episode, you've actually and I looked it up. I, I titled this audio track for this purpose. Sarah got robbed, but you were not robbed; you were burgled. You there was I a was burglary.
1: Burg,
0: yeah. Burgulized. Burgulized. <laughs> but you, on but, top of but,
1: everything, it's a horrible word to like say, especially with a southern accent. Right. <laughs> like it just but makes you it were,
0: harder. You were sort of robbed I or burgled and burgled, and you, you My were robbed. Was invaded. Yeah, you were you were violated. Um, and they let your cats yeah. out.
1: Well, I my my space was violated. I was
0: not. Yeah, you were not there. You came home to a, a house that had been broken into. Broken into. So tell that story.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you've been in my house. I'm going to try to give a layout so people understand. Um, one, I was at work. I my home was built. I want to say probably in the. 50s maybe a little earlier um
0: i would say probably so 40s just knowing what i know about architecture from my history degree yeah. in the 50s they started having very 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 tiny porches only in the way that your front porch right. is but you also have this huge side porch which is designed to I be do, sat yeah. on and the reason they started it's building smaller porch. porches is because in the 50s homes started having air conditioners so they didn't need these huge porches to go out and sit so that's the All architectural right. history so I think your house might have been yeah. around 40s just by what I've seen and yeah, it was my opportunity it. to flex about um, my history degree <laughs> weird. eye roll. now I can used. see your eye rolls <laughs> I can see your eye rolls now and this is not fun
1: <laughs> um so yeah no I try to I do that too sometimes. i will be like well in college and I'm like I sound like such a prick now. <laughs>
0: like, right. but anyway, I don't
1: um, even care. I will just
0: do it. <laughs> but anyway. So
1: yeah, so I came I I work. I have a I work 9-hour shifts. So I leave my ha- for, for work probably about 6:30 in the morning. I get home if I'm lucky 5:30. Sometimes it's later. Um so something it happened in that time frame, but because the way my house is built I don't have a full and closed backyard, which is how they came in. So I came home from work and I, everyone has a get home routine and I come in the door and my door leads into my dining room. And I always call the cats if they're not automatically there, because usually they're starving. So they're like, "Ah, feed us. And I came in and only Elfie came up. And then I was like, Sweeney, like, where are you at? And he didn't come running up. And I was like, Fuck he's hurt or he's Mm -hmm. trapped somewhere and it was weird it was i don't have out of body experiences very often but i walked my the main drag of my house is a hallway Mm -hmm. which leads to my bedroom and he's you there's a cat tree in there so i started walking down the hallway and i get to my and i'm like i left all my lights on today how did i what the hell was
0: i thinking when your lights were on when you got home
1: yeah oh And so I'm like, how did I manage to leave my because I normally don't like,
0: yeah, because it's I, daylight, it's daylight, so you don't need right. the lights, and especially and like
1: once it gets warmer outside, it'll be well lit. Like, I usually leave like the porch on for me, or like maybe one light in the house because it gets dark at three o'clock in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, all my lights are wrong. What, what the hell was I thinking? And then I kind of paused and i saw my sock drawer of my dresser yanked open and i was like my jewelry box is on my dresser i didn't do that like and then i started kind of do that slow look around and i my um cleaning closet door was open the linen closet that's in my living room was open mm. and i picked up my phone and just called my mom and all i said was as mom i came home and all my doors are open and I can't find Sweeney. And my mom was like, "Get the fuck out." She didn't say fuck. She said, yeah. "Get out of the house. Go next door." Because um, I live in so the house. Did
0: you do this thing? Like you always? Because I've I have this theory that we always try to rationalize everything. We don't. We're not pre-programmed to no, to think bad things have happened. So you go in the house. This is a this is a house that your mom has access to your grandfather has access to do you right. do that thing first where you're like was mom here today did your granddad come back over did you do that thing or did you automatically I, be like crap someone just broke in
1: i went to something wasn't right
0: mm-hmm.
1: because technically it is my grandfather's house and i live here My aunt has keys to the house, my mom, my grandfather, but they, and my mom made this very clear when I moved in that this is my space and people Mm -hmm. can't just show up anymore. Like you can't come over uninvited. Like I'm a private person generally in my home, especially, um, don't come over uninvited. Don't just, I have pets. I am very, very cognizant and fearful of my cats knocking my grandfather over. And I made that very clear to him because your grandfather's
0: what ninety one. 93. <laughs> yeah. I always get it wrong. I'm like, he's 94, and that was like a couple of years ago, and you're like, no, he's 91. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> So,
1: 93 and he is fairly stable on his feet but they my cats especially if you've ever spent any time with them they weave in and out of my legs all day they are well, underfoot they're very cat number
0: knows every cat owner knows even we in our 30s are like god dang it you're gonna make yeah. me fall <laughs> so. so yeah
1: so i immediately went to something is wrong i don't know what's wrong like i couldn't wrap my mind around that someone had been in my home just yet but i was like something's wrong mm-hmm. um and so I then again, because it's my grandfather's house, the neighbors love him and know him well. And my mom said, go next. Her name's Sarah. Go next door to Sarah's house. We're on our way. Call the police. And so I and I don't know logically why I did this. I guess my assumption was, is in theory, someone could have still been in the house. I grabbed my keys in my purse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I needed my purse, but I grabbed it. Right. And I ran out the door, ran next door and so her kitchen door faces my porch door again the way the houses are designed she has a front door and a side door like i do and i just started banging on her door and she was actually in her backyard this is this is the highlight of the story only in the sense that i can laugh at this looking back now and she goes danielle Danielle is my other neighbor who apparently was going through a breakup and was very emotional. Oh. So she heard someone crying and assumed it was the girl going through the breakup. Oh. I was like, <laughs> "Oh no!" Because <laughs> I mean, I just flipped and was like sobbing. And I was like, "No, no, no! It's Sarah." And she came. She I walked back. Then she goes, "What's wrong?" And I was like, "I think somebody broke into my house." And she goes, "Oh my god, come inside." So she came in through the house and let me. And she goes, "Do you need anything to drink? I have gin."
0: she's like get hammered it's bad and i was like i was like
1: i'll just take a glass of water because like i again we've talked about the story i have depression and anxiety so my heart is in my throat and i can't sit still and so then we go and then you would have gotten
0: paranoid that you're getting too drunk at your neighbor's house who you don't know very well if you'd have had any kind of drink
1: (laughs) and so we go into the backyard and um in her backyard where she smokes and she offered me a cigarette. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I don't smoke. And she goes, oh, well, you know, it'd be a good time to start. <laughs> <I'm just>
0: like, <laughs> I want to meet this Sarah. She sounds fun. I, she's
1: a very lovely lady. <laughs> and of course, like her child's playing Minecraft in the living room. And I'm just walking, like walking through her house sobbing uncontrollably. Because I mm-hmm. still don't know where my other cat is. And Elfie is my my baby, my little girl. I We got her when she was three months old. Sweeney is my child. Like that is, if I could carry him around in like, a baby babushka on my chest, I would. That is my baby. Um fair, and fair. he's never been outside. And I don't know mm-hmm. where he is. And I live my well,
0: he had a hell of a time today, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. I this I live on my backyard backyard fence is on the main one of the main drags of Huntsville. Mm-hmm. is a very busy road.
0: You're near and the it, like downtown area of Huntsville.
1: Not necessarily. I'm like close to a lot of things. I'm close to the mall. People still go to malls. Um, I'm close to like the hospital. So there's a lot of activity. It's not technically downtown, but there's a lot of activity. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I immediately text Amanda and Alex because they're the two people I'm closest to that live in town.
0: Right. Um, I'm not (laughs) offended.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I called you that night, but you wouldn't have done any good two hours away. You did. Um, You
0: called me. And you're very calm. You're like, I got robbed. And I was like, oh. Well, I'm. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So my neighbor calls the non-emergency police line and and I like have that anxiety Joel, where I want to fucking do something.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I got
1: to do something. Well, um, and,
0: the, and and it's not I, don't, I, I mean I really really hesitate to even at all compare it to a rape or anything like that, but it is very violating to have someone come through your house. your
1: secure system, your security mm-hmm. blanket is Ripped at that point because you're like I'm exposed. Like that's what it feels right, like. Right, it feels naked very exposed. exposed.
0: Yeah, like it um, feels like somebody shoved you in the street naked. You know, it. It's yeah. just. I mean, that's what I assume. I've never been robbed. Good grief. Yeah. Don't want to, but that's what it seems like. It's just yeah. very. So I'm. Icky. I'm
1: texting. Yeah, I'm texting Amanda and Alex. I call my mom to say Sarah's called. neighbor Sarah has called the non-emergency police number. She, we immediately exchange numbers because although we speak frequently, we don't have each other's phone number.
0: Right. She also
1: calls my opposite neighbor across the street from me to tell her that the police are going to be in the neighborhood. Do not be alarmed. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's, Smokers always know everybody because they're always outside. So smoke, <laughs> Smokers know true. the whole neighborhood because they're the ones sitting outside. All mm-hmm. day in and day out, no matter the weather, because most people don't smoke in their homes anymore. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So and so then I'm texting Amanda and Alex, and I said something I can't find Sweetie, Sweeney, and Alex is like, Do you need anything? And then two seconds later, like, I'm coming over. Like, just she didn't like they didn't even yeah. hesitate. Like, the fuck am I doing? I'm on my way. Like, excuse me. Right. Like, <laughs> that, yeah. It's like what? and Amanda no, we're coming. lives about 40 minutes from me, but Amanda told me the next day, like, if you told me you couldn't find Sweeney, I was going to drop everything and I would spend all night looking for your cat. Like,
0: mm-hmm. pet and owners Jesse, Jesse's back in Nashville, right?
1: Yeah, Jesse's in Nashville. The- Alex, Jesse, and I are in a group text. So Jesse was mm-hmm. talking to us the whole time. Like, I need an update. What's happening? Like, right. just <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. Um, and so the cops finally show up. And this, I'm going to give a special shout out to the Huntsville PD for being total lack in leadership and not wearing fucking masks during a goddamn
0: pandemic. Oh they weren't wearing masks. At no. Your house? Oh, oh my god. Mm, no. And so And if you had any bandwidth left, you could have taken a political stand, but I just <laughs> got robbed, so no. <laughs> yeah, so the cop shows up
1: and he asks me um have you know there's one and i guess technically for protocol sakes they have to have two to do like to walk through like to make sure there's Mm -hmm. no one left for safety reasons i'm like that's the last thing needed is like a gunfight in my home like oh my god um
0: i mean at this point (laughs) it would be cool i mean like don't hurt the cat so the second
1: so the second cop shows up ended up being three um the second one shows up so they start doing a walkthrough and then i hear meowing and mm. I'm like, where is my cat? Like, where's it? Like
0: outside? You heard? Yeah, meowing?
1: I'm outside on Sarah, on neighbor Sarah's porch, and I hear him meowing, and it sounds small but far away. I'm like, the fuck is my cat? Like, hold, like, and so I start calling him, going, Sweeney, Sweeney, where are you? And and um, and he is standing on my front porch, trying to get mm. in the front door, Ugh. and I sob. He yeah. does, and here's the side note: he doesn't like being held. So now mm-hmm. I'm outside with my cat that hates being held, trying to hold him.
0: Oh, and this is no exception. I he's yeah, no, he, he's, he's like, like I down. pick him
1: up and he's like clearly bothered and like, I'm not supposed to be here right now. <laughs> like there's right. a, there, there's something missing in this equation. Why am I outside? Mm-hmm. Um and so I pick him up and then I immediately like they're still doing their walkthrough. And I'm not about to make any noise and get shot in my own home because I spook a cop. Like, so I'm trying to, like, (laughs) find my keys in my purse to throw him in my car until they, like, um, clear me to go um, inside. But thankfully, they came out and she's like, can she go inside with her cat? And so I, like, throw him in the front door. Yeah. And then my parents show up. And then Alex shows up. They all show up at the same time. And the police officers are like walking through and I'm upset. And this, the one cop who's wearing like what looks like a, not a ski mask, but it looks like those neck gaiters that everyone now wears that the fishermen used to wear, Mm -hmm. like the black silk. (laughs) He has an accent that is not that English is clearly his second language or he's not from here. And I'm not going to mimic it because that's racist, (laughs) but he turns and looks at me and he's like in full tactical gear. And he goes, Do you have any enemies? Oh my God. And I'm just, and I like take a step (laughs) back because I'm like, no. I was like, the only people that would be upset with me are the people who didn't like my political signs during the election.
0: And they stole those out of me. Mitch McConnell, Senator (laughs) Lindsey Graham. They amy coney barrett am. <laughs> right? that bitch knows <laughs> like, who i am tommy Tupperville, like yeah it was just the weirdest
1: <laughs> it was the weirdest moment because i was like no
0: and then like, it'll be on al.com tommy Tupperville, reb- robs the huntsville woman of <laughs> so, her fine jewelry <laughs> yeah
1: and so then i have to go through and they're like what's missing um and i'm like i haven't even pro like still have not processed it elfie is come hiding under the bed and like darting out like freaked the fuck out because now there's been more people in my house than any time ever before in Mm -hmm. my life and my mom's and of course my mom walks in and i start crying she hugs me and then the cop's like i know this doesn't help but your house is really cute and i'm like you're right it does not help a single bit right now
0: (laughs) not at all are you single if you want to live here
1: (laughs) (laughs) and so then i have to like try to go through one and describe what's missing Mm -hmm. and two put a numerical value to it jeez i'm gonna say this i come i do come from a decent amount of privilege my grandparents belonged to a country club when my mom was growing up like i am aware i have no concept of what jewelry costs Zero. I don't know what diamonds and pearls are worth because I've never needed to know
0: what they're worth.
1: Mostly you're like,
0: you're like uh that episode of Ellen on Bill where Bill Gates, she's like trying to guess you're the so right. How much do you think mayonnaise cost? He's like $17. <laughs> he has no <laughs> right. idea. <laughs> like.
1: Right. And so and there so I have to give and of course my mom's there and what was taken from me, and I can list it now, there's probably more, but my grandmother's wedding set mm-hmm. that my aunt's wedding The rings set.
0: for people who don't yeah. know what wedding sets are the uh, the wedding ring and the and engagement the ring yeah yeah
1: um my both of whom were dead um, my grandfather's wedding band who died when i was 7
0: mm-hmm.
1: um a solitaire diamond necklace that my grandmother gave me when i turned when i say is when i turned 18 um and then a set of do- solitaire diamond earrings that my grandmother, there were my grandmother's as well um <clears throat> My college ring. My uh, emerald cross necklace that I got when I get confirmed in the Episcopal church.
0: <laughs> mm, that one's as, the, as an Episcopalian that that hurts.
1: Yeah. And there was I mean, and of course, there's like some other costume jewelry that was gone. Like they ripped out the drawers of my box with such jewelry box with such aggression that they broke them. And apparently we're just dumping them because they stole my concert share wristband. That was a piece of paper. Oh, right. Like and it was like. It, like I have four sets of earrings that I'm missing one half of now.
0: And oh my gosh. That's crazy. Like,
1: right. And it's just and it blew my mind. All my septum rings and my lip rings are missing.
0: You're gonna have to start doing what I do. See, I write in my journal and here's the sticker from that time you and I went to the Grammy Museum together. Well, so you're gonna have to start journaling about it and stick it in there so you can't lose it.
1: Yeah, well they might steal your leather bound journal. Um Oh, how
0: dare they? oh if they saw my journal, I'd be so upset right my so whole it's life like, stories in there
1: like my college ring that was a that was my college graduation present that i designed myself um they thankfully are too they were too stupid to understand what pearls are worth because i do still have a string of pearls that were my grandmother's that my grandfather gave me after she passed mm. my sister-in-law has a string herself that were also hers um so it was just stuff like that and of course yeah. half of that i couldn't rattle off at the time because i couldn't think about it. And then they're like, okay, I need you to assign a value to this. And I looked at my mom, I'm like, I don't know what bridal sets cost.
0: Mm-hmm. I've
1: not had to purchase one. Like, how am I supposed to know? Because what back
0: my... in the day you could get a, probably a, a nice bridal set for like 500 bucks.
1: Right. Like there's but no. But then
0: also bridal engagement rings can be up to like $10,000. Who knows?
1: Right. And so I was like, and then I don't know how much a window. So we found out, I should back up, that the way they got in was by throwing a Rock through my bedroom window,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is double paned glass, <laughs> which means it probably took a few tries.
0: That probably scared the shit out of your cats. I know. Really I was loud. like, that's got to be really loud to break that window.
1: And um, and so but going back to the house design, what I assume happened is they saw my car was not here. I do not have a full enclosed backyard because I have a carport. So the carport's behind the house. So. Mm-hmm. I have a partial back fence, and the rest of my fence line is built up by all my neighbors having fences because I'm also right at the caddy corner where Mm -hmm. yards are backing up to each other. Also,
0: what's crazy, you've got a patio door in your living room that would have been much easier to break than your bedroom windows. Just Yeah, (laughs) because I also
1: have a a sliding glass door in my back living room. Um, So, yeah, so I'm assuming that they, what my, I ended up getting ended up getting a um, security system installed within the next week.
0: So and don't be guy, coming for this bitch now, okay? You and hear that? The,
1: the men who installed it said they basically, what they have figured out is I have a bay window in my living room, in my in my bedroom, mm-hmm. and I have marble glass in my master bathroom. You can immediately determine that that is the master bedroom because of that bay window and that marble glass.
0: Ah. Uh, so that's so that, where they will. That's so where, the, wanted, shit, that's where the shit low, is. Low traffic, get in, get out, and get done.
1: Yeah. It was a basically a perfect opportunity, easy, you know. Because I assumed, again, that they had come through my living room glass door because it's just a big fucking window, technically. Um, yeah. And
0: it slides open.
1: <laughs> right. Um, and so. <laughs> It was a very long night. Um, Thankfully, like the neighbor, her boyfriend came over to take her to dinner and he ended up helping my dad with supplies provided by Alex, who just happened to have stuff at their dad's house, Mm -hmm. patching my window that night because the cops finally leave after I give them inventory of what I can assess is gone. Oh, So they're like,
0: you got to do this right now.
1: Well, I had yeah. He they do. All- they also gave me a case number and a be- beautiful piece of blue paper that has all the phone numbers on it of all the different crime divisions and everything within Huntsville PD, mm-hmm. um, including the records department where I can call and get my investigator's phone number and talk to him and add anything I just like ever because I didn't realize my college ring was gone until two days later because I was t- like, I got home at six. Everyone didn't leave my house at least till nine thirty. Yeah, and that is my neighbor and her boyfriend, my dad and my mom, three cops, and Alex. <laughs> your
0: su- neighbor, and her boyfriend are just hanging around too.
1: Oh yeah, she loves to gossip. She was it was so <laughs> entertaining. It was so exciting to talk. And she and my mom were talking, and because she loves my grandfather's so day to talk about my grandfather. And uh, yeah, <laughs> very, oh, and very and your and your mom,
0: Jaja is like me. If somebody's talking yeah. to me, I'm like, yeah, we're doing this. Let's have yeah. a conversation. <laughs> so.
1: And The other problem is is Jaja Zsa- was an adrenaline rush kind of phone call. So she suddenly wants to do things. So she's like, I'm going to vacuum all this up. I'm going to pick up the glass. We're going to do this. What about this? What do you need? Why don't we put this away? And I'm like, I need you to sit on your hands. Like, I need right. you to like just sit down on your hands. <laughs> and then she's talking about wanting to throw up because she's got so much energy because she ate dinner. And then got an alarming phone call. And I'm like, if you sat down, you wouldn't want to throw up anymore.
0: Everyone what's get funny out of is life. like you were doubly violated because you're violated because someone broke into your house and now you're violated because your mom won't stop touching all your stuff trying to make everything better. <laughs> right. And again, it was
1: very, I was very appreciative of everybody, but then I'm also like wired, wide awake. Finally, everyone leaves. Like literally, Alex came from work, like came on the way home, stopped, like got into yeah. their driveway, and put it in reverse and came over. Well, so when and they went of home all the to humans.
0: Of all the humans I could ever think of that is the most prepared in all of life. Alex was Alex. ready
1: to kick ass.
0: They Alex was always... either gonna,
1: like but Alex was thing. either going to engage in hey, hand-to-hand combat or help like me rescue all my cat. Your, they were prepared for loved
0: ones. All of your loved ones are like <laughs> upset for you, but then Alex is the one who's like, I know who and this and that, and I know everything you need to know and, you know, ready <laughs> to go. Any j- like I don't know how Alex that makes, is not already like makes, a lawyer. That makes something. them
1: sound a little bit like a doomsday prepper but they're not. No. <laughs> the, Alex, it's like, more like
0: one of those lawyers who <laughs> it's almost more like a life litigious person. Like I love life right. litigious people. Not people who are ready to sue, but people who know the people to call, know how to get stuff done. Just get stuff done and that's what Alex is. Right. To me in my head because Alex and I know <laughs> yeah. each other no. somewhat, but we don't know each other and, really 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 well. And that's who I've yeah. painted Alex to be well, the best in my head. <laughs> so all in all, the robbery. Do you recommend it for others? <laughs> no, I
1: will say the few things I have learned. One, um, always have detailed photos and appraisals of your valuables.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not necessarily for being robbed, but for any reason, like for just any kind of reason. If it's some a- in case you do get robbed, because. I could have provided photos to the police officers on the off chance it did go through pawn shops. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have photos because I don't take detailed photos of my jewelry because why would I? Right. Um, and don't keep it in a place obvious like a jewelry box. Keep mm-hmm. it somewhere dumb like in your pantry.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like... I thought you were about to say in your panties.
1: No, because they did open those drawers anyway, so it didn't <laughs> make a difference. Yeah,
0: it didn't um, make a
1: difference. But I did. I learned more in e- actually going to a pawn shop with Alex and I went to one because I watched hardcore pawn one time on the travel channel. And even though I don't live in Detroit, it still scared me and made pawn shops a scary thing.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: And so, and I spoke to someone there and I just asked, I was like, I don't like, how does this process work? Because, and she told me, and this is based on reliable, trustworthy pawn shops. Of course, not everyone's like that, 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 When they get jewelry in, they have to send a report to the police stations Mm -hmm. to compare notes as far as if anything's coming up missing. Oh, that's Because I went to look and they said we would normally, you know, odds are it's not here, but you're more than welcome to look. And I just said, can you? I need to, I don't understand the process because I know my investigator is not coming down to every pawn shop in Huntsville every day yeah. I know that's not happening mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I so I just would like to understand what's the deal um and so I learned about how pawn shops work which was really nice um but again it is just stuff yeah I have things that are not financially valuable to others that belong to my grandmother and my aunt um that mean probably more to me on a lot of levels anyway Mm -hmm. um and again it is just stuff and but it's just it's frustrating because i also have four flat screen televisions all of which i've inherited (laughs) and i was like i would trade you all these tvs for that stuff back because you're probably these tvs whole are probably worth more than you got for scrap gold
0: Mm -hmm. and you have a whole doll collection they didn't even touch
1: they can't see that cuz that's not on display. Um, oh, it's not <laughs> that's out. still it in was my closet. Out um but yeah, it's it was weird and I again I assume it was a my the police said this doesn't happen in my neighborhood very often, so I assume it was just an impulsive. Yeah. I had the luck of the draw. Thing. And all the
0: houses in that neighborhood, lucky you.
1: Well, cuz again, mine's the one that doesn't have a car in the driveway.
0: Yeah. You were the and one not home
1: yeah and of course my mom's first instincts would be like i wish we had an extra car to just park here and i'm like (laughs) me too (laughs) (laughs) just sure i an extra car okay Um, you should have
0: kept that old corolla you were driving just left it in the parking lot in the garage i know um
1: and i have a security system now with a motion sensor light in my backyard um because everyone kept obsessing with how dark my backyard gets at night and i'm like
0: it does get dark. I, I was there for New Year's and it's dark.
1: <laughs> it does get dark, but they also didn't come at night. That's true. They came during the day. so the mm-hmm. darkness. And we saw a little nothing. bunny
0: in your backyard when we were there for New yeah. Year's.
1: Mm-hmm. I do have a lot of those. Um, but yeah, and I like, I'm like, I'm up, I painted the rock. It's posted on my Instagram that was thrown through my window and <laughs> it's on my bookshelf now yeah. because I'm like, here's my new fucking heirloom, I guess. Yeah. Um,
0: just but
1: but it's well been an ex- it wasn't very much an experience i don't advise to other people because i also it involves a lot of people walking through your home and i am just not a fan of that
0: right i don't well, know i, I mean, mean go ahead sorry i
1: was gonna say i don't know i assume there's two people that broke in that's a weird assumption it probably was just one but i also then had three cops both my parents my neighbor and her boyfriend and alex all trampsing through my house and i was like i was not prepared for guests today i need y'all to like get out yeah <laughs> like, i just well, i gotta go to work tomorrow still like can you please remove yourself
0: and you know that was really one of the first things that happened to you in 2021 so thanks all biden from here the <laughs> day after the inauguration
1: way to go yep. joe biden
0: joe biden well it's all uphill from here for you that's my prediction yeah. so well um here's hoping Let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we will talk about complicated feelings about when people die. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you got a little uh, something to munch on in the break or not or whatever. I see you've got something to munch on now. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say what it is because it's not the healthiest of snacks, but oh well, it's pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. So today we got news that someone has died. Um, this year we've already had a lot of deaths. We had Alex Trebek. We had Larry King. We lost a few people this year. Um but today we lost late great Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> that face. This is a podcast. You are going to have to articulate a little harder. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I, I I wince at the name the late great. Oh, you I also was that was sarcasm. Who, yeah, I know. You also looked at someone who I find as well on the same level as Rush Limbaugh, and that's Dustin Diamond. I has also that's died. That's who this it year. was.
0: I I knew that somebody who was. From television, you know, should not have followed Cicely Tyson. Like you'd never want to go on after Cicely Tyson because you're not going to top that. Yeah, it was Dustin Diamond. Um, I I have some respect yeah, for Limbaugh. Dustin Diamond's attempts, but anyway, this is about Rush Limbaugh. He's another you, podcast. You and I had some mixed emotional feelings about Rush Limbaugh because he is um, at, to put it mildly the The old quote that I heard Gross. from John Crawford and other people have said it as well kind of rings true. Uh, I've never killed a man, but I have read the obituaries with great delight. that's that's where I sit with it. Like, sorry, you kind of you kind of made life worse for a lot of people. what are you, What are you thinking? Because you know there's a lot of people today who are celebrating the death of another human being, and that's that's something
1: i don't i don't i take the word celebrating the death very like i don't think people are celebrating but i think my feeling when i saw it is kind of how i felt um when the racist dude who used the freight who talked about black athletes i can't think of his name now died but it was good riddance yeah i was just like meh Get riddance. Um, only because, and I. This is where I struggle with a lot of people. Everyone, if you read any articles written out of Alabama about anything, you're going to have um, the MAGA folk, the MAGA Republicans, mm-hmm. coming in troves and talking about these. You know, oh the the good-hearted liberals are mocking death, and ha ha. I'm like, that's not the mm, no cuz my feelings are what did he bring to the world cuz his wife is now trying to sell him as a kind-hearted christian and he was anything but so you can't no. no, you can't be that person in your death when you were a flaming piece of shit in life
0: right. making fun of like, gay
1: people dying from aids and you know muslims and everything else and spitting this hatred in the world
0: for instance like and, and i know what you're going to say about this but um i'm just going to say it fully like the spinning the good Christian thing, like Joel Osteen, for instance, he Ugh. could be spun as a good Christian. Like, he's mm. done a lot for Christianity and he's done a lot for spirituality, but he also has been problematic in the fact that he's so filthy rich. But, you know, it's, but he wasn't like actively denigrating people on the radio. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't like, like you said, making fun right. of gay people. He, he was, his message, is uplifting even if his life is not emulating the message he's giving. You know? So, right. there's that. But, like, I don't understand how you can spin Rush Limbaugh as a good Christian person. Um, Because...
1: you, I mean, you can't. And he's all... I mean, the other thing that's just... This isn't... I, I say great in the sense that it's beautiful irony is he died of lung cancer... From chronic smoking, after he spent years saying that smoking doesn't cause cancer,
0: uh, do you want to rebu- <laughs> do you want do you want to give us a follow up on that, Rush Limbaugh? You're, you're you <laughs> he know, can't. He's dead because of lung cancer. So yes, <laughs> like I, wait, <laughs> I didn't like, know though. I didn't know that he actually. I didn't know he said that smoking does not cause cancer. I
1: read that to today that he said, and again, I didn't read it like. In a news article, the famously saying, blah, blah, blah. But I read that he said, you know, he had this big old thing about smoking and it doesn't cause cancer and blah, 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 blah. And guess who died of lung cancer from his chronic smoking?
0: I just, I mean, like, who thinks that, like, inhaling nicotine is good for your lungs? Like, nobody thinks it's good. Just, like, over drinking is not good for your liver. So, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so I just,
1: he, he fed, and I think the only thing we can thank him for is that Rush, and I thank Rush Limbaugh for this, is just showing me how hypocritical and hate-filled the Republican Party truly is.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And because I, they
1: fed into, and he has, he is one of the originators that brought on this MAGA bullshit to us. Yeah. And maybe he didn't bring it on, but he unearthed it by feeding into stereotypes and hate and misogyny year after year after year, unchecked and let go to just do it freely and encouraged. Mm-hmm. And then he gets the fucking Medal of Freedom. You know, I'm. Mm. I, congratulations, you showed us who people truly are.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I don't know. And, like, yeah, it's just dumb that he got the Presidential Medal of Freedom. He's done nothing to earn that. But, uh, I mean, I guess that the earn is sort of subjective. Like, Ellen DeGeneres was one of the last He earned people- it from, ch- To get the presidential medal of freedom From Barack Obama For her contribution for making For giving um, Giving representation To gay people on television That was his you know that's subjective to him But it is you know people Mm -hmm. are Pretty agree with that But you know I guess Subjective Mm -hmm. is that Trump's like Wow look at what you did for America To Rush Limbaugh and it's like nothing
1: You got him elected
0: Yeah he, he got did. him elected. Well, That's and he did. he did. He was one of the first people to um, give him a platform for the birtherism movement too, so. Right. But all in all, all you know, it's like
1: contributions to life.
0: I think all death is sad, and I think it's sad that Rush Limbaugh has died for the for, for the mere sake that I believe that every human has a road to redemption that they can walk should they choose to from any point as long as you're living. And um, he's well. dead now, so he's got no road to redemption. His 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 fate is sealed, and Hope to me that's bad. He likes sad. warm weather. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if there is a hell, people like him who denigrate other humans is probably in it, because that's my belief system. I have a spirituality of how did mm-hmm. you make others feel? How did you treat others? And that doesn't yeah. mean... Others that think like you, or others who lift you up—it means all other people.
1: So I decided to look up some of Rush Limbaugh's, um, at this, as what they call most controversial quotes. Mm. And this was put out just obviously today because he's dead. So this is, a, you know, we're gonna just—he's
0: <laughs> dead. So we're gonna dance on his damn grave.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like this better explains to people who may not have realized how some of the things he has said going so far back why right. people. Because he kind of hasn't been like, it's been more of like Joe Rogan being stupid recently than Rush Limbaugh in my mm-hmm. news feeds at least. Yeah. Um, but so here, I'll just start and highlight the ones that I think probably lay out who he is as a human most. Back in 2000, and this is from People dot com, so I just didn't get it off of.
0: Right. I mean, People dot pro- re- People would probably call this
1: liberal leftist media anyway, but
0: well, I mean, they, this is they do also do their things diligence.
1: With sources. So back in 2007 he began airing a song and again, these are quotes. I did not say these words. Barack the Magic Negro.
0: Are you kidding? I didn't know that.
1: I didn't either. Um, Here's one that was, he was quoted, this is a book about him, but he was quoted as saying, when a gay person turns his back on you, it isn't anything but an insult. It is an invitation.
0: That's false. That is false, Rush yeah. Bob. <laughs>
1: um. In 2004, he said, I think it is time to get rid of this whole National Basketball Association. called the TBA, the Thug Basketball Association. Stop calling them teams. Call them gangs. Um, this is personally my favorite because this is the oldest one, and it goes back to show how far his hatred is. In the 1970s, he told a black caller, caller into his show, direct quote, I did not say this, he did, take that bone out of your nose and call me back.
0: Oh my God. Like, so he just, like, I knew that he was like a crazy conservative, but he's full racist and embracing full hatred. It. Like, he fully hates black people. Yeah.
1: This one, again, this one also, this is more recent. This was 2017. And this is also using words that I do not use in my vocabulary mm-hmm. um, about LGBTQ politicians be- And then he said, I guarantee there would be some people in the Republican establishment who will now think, yeah, we need to do this. We need to provide a home. We need to provide a comforting atmosphere for the tranny community and the gay community. But those people are voting Democrat anyway.
0: And see, and And again, that's that's... only
1: because I'm quoting him. And it's Um, just,
0: go ahead. Sorry. I'll respond. No, I
1: mean, that's, I mean, I will say as far as, Grow when we were younger. I did not know that the T word was considered a slur for a long time, mm-hmm. mostly because I had heard it on things like RuPaul's Drag Race, and it wasn't until I heard people say this is considered a sl-, you know so. But mm-hmm. that was in 2010. Uh, this is 2017, where right. we clearly established people that is a slur.
0: And I, I will say, I did, I do. It's hard for me to speak on that, but I will say this. I was watching an interview between – I watched this show on YouTube put out by Variety, the magazine, um, Mm -hmm. that is called Actors on Actors. And it's – you may have seen it. It's when one actor Mm. gets together with another actor and they – it was mostly when they are actually working on a specific project and then they discuss that project that they're mm-hmm. working on. Like the, and the interview I saw was with Rachel Brosnahan from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, who was talking to uh, mm-hmm. Billy Porter from Pose. And they were talking about Maisel and Pose. And that's it. And Billy was yeah. saying that because Pose is very transgender-centric... Specific, more specifically, transgender mm-hmm. women-centric. And they have hired a lot of transgender right. women to play transgender women, which Trans- is yeah. weird that it's not I think novel, Laomi's but... on that show. Who? Who?
1: Yeah. No, Laomi. Who did... Oh, gotcha. Uh, I first saw her on American Best Dance Crew um, in Vogue mm-hmm. Evolution. It was a voguing crew from new york but she's a trans woman i'm pretty sure she's either been on that show as a choreographer or as a voguer Mm -hmm. anyway that has nothing to do with anything that's just me being excited about laomi
0: well and that's the thing it's an (laughs) exciting show but billy said and and this is i'm taking a little bit of a liberty here with this but billy said we and the lgbtq community i'm a g and we have allowed the T to be pushed aside by the L and the B and the G mm-hmm. sometimes and he said and that is wrong and he said mm-hmm. we didn't know even within our community we didn't know all that you, they had been through and this is the liberty i'm taking right. Absolutely. they may have they may have accepted when the use of the t word when they shouldn't have and it was part of our vernacular but mm-hmm. it's just it's just sad it's like it's sad to Right. Intentionally hurt somebody like that. And like, and the thing is. Right. RuPaul did use the T word on RuPaul's Drag Race for a while. But even then, and the, I don't know. I, I She's got know a song is. with it in there. Right. And and it's kind of offensive. Like and I have a friend, friend of the show and the, and the show, yeah. the show listeners know this story. The friend that I no longer am friends with because I had to part ways because it's what I needed. That friend loved that song and it made me very uncomfortable. To hear that song in his car when we would yeah. go places, but the thing is, RuPaul gave—I don't know—it th- th- wasn't right when RuPaul did it, but it—I don't feel I it feel was de- deeply insulting as when Rush Limbaugh did it.
1: Right. I to me, it kind of goes. um And again, I'm not a trans person, so I'm not going to speak right. From and that's why I say taking how it's liberties. But yeah, but. Rush Limbaugh is using that word to be hateful, right? And he is he and because by 2017 we understood collectively as a universe that that word, while it had been similar to I'm going to say it the word faggot, Mm -hmm. was in generic language. It was on South Park. It was you know it was okay. And then finally, someone people started realizing it's actually not okay. Yeah. Um and I used so to be the like, type
0: of person who would not use the I would not say faggot. Yeah. When like when you and I were living together in college and you know back in 20 mm-hmm. 2011 2010 2011 I would not use that word and today that word does have that word does have a pretty specific space in my vocabulary and I do use it at times for very specific reasons. But, but you won't hear me say it.
1: But it goes back to publicly. If yeah, but if it, it goes back to to me, there are certain like, there there language is powerful. Let's just break it down. Rush Limbaugh calling me a bitch is going to be different than a girl at work who's my friend going, "You're being a bitch." Like yeah, that's different. It's pow- There it's a, <laughs> that's a, it's different. And so to me, if the trans community collectively as a whole use that word interchangeably within themselves that's their right that is mm-hmm. their word yeah just the same as a gay community using faggot or anything like that mm-hmm. i am so not comfortable saying it You can. right i know i can tell you're face. so
0: uncomfortable but i'm not offended whatsoever because I, I know you and i know well, you and, and the to, listeners like, know you
1: right and it but it goes the same as like i don't know it just it blows my mind that Even though we knew, and I guess I'll take it back to Rush Limbaugh, we knew who he was Mm -hmm. clearly since the '70s. We, as an American society, knew who he was and gave him power by giving him radio shows and letting him just speak this way. And And, we walk. And I feel like, again, different generations. So it's not like I had much to do with it because he's seventy. So he was forty when I was born. But I feel like now people talking about cancel culture. The only one I can even think of that's even close ballpark to him now would be freaking Ben Shapiro. Um, You know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because all the other ones are getting old and dying off from cancer they don't believe in.
0: Um, And I think we can, with with Rush Limbaugh and the quotes you gave, I think we can make, we can compare it to the Britney Spears documentary. And the fact that things were said to Britney Spears that, we didn't even bat an eye about and we go back and look at those interviews Mm -hmm. and we're like, Oh my God, we just subscribed and purchased and watched and reveled in not only them, like sexualizing her and objectifying her. And then when she finally had had enough and shaved her head, we reveled in her downfall. And the same with this, it didn't, it didn't seem so bad at the time to just make, not make fun mm-hmm. but have fun with it and make jokes about it and it to didn't watch it yeah and for her to be sexualized like that it didn't seem so icky and now looking at it back we're like oh my god i cringe because we know better we do better yeah. and with rush limbaugh you read those quotes and i'm like i'm cringing and i'm like but we didn't do anything about it back then it didn't even like we were like you're gross right. like we were just like you're a gross person like we didn't think you should be silenced like, for the things we're doing- you're saying
1: yeah, you should not be allowed to make money and have a scope for the things you're saying.
0: Right. It's and awful. that to me
1: is about the, the thing. He made money to do this, so he kept doing it. And people, he, was, he may not have felt that way at all, but he mm-hmm. figured out who did and made bank off of it and let that fester and be an okay way to speak to people like yeah. and that's my problem and same with the Britney Spears thing and i feel like Lindsay Lohan falls in there somewhere and mm-hmm. several other people where we consumer like gossip culture have just let it go because it's exciting to watch what is he going to say next what mm-hmm. is you know and i'm like this is not okay like this is not this is you know you're violating communities you're speaking ill you're calling people who a woman sandra fluke who was after you know legal contraceptives a prostitute and a slut and somehow right. we didn't knock your teeth in for it
0: like yeah i mean and and that's that's the that's just what is the saddest to me and we are we're out of time but i just want to say <laughs> <laughs> i just want to say that like this in a
1: really weird way
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really did but for conservatives do better like let that let Rush Limbaugh's gross, grotesque views and and words that he said out loud be a be a beacon to you of what you shouldn't be doing. Live on a higher plane. Treat others the way you'd like to be treated. And if you're going to take on the mantle of Christianity, act like a freaking Christian. Like don't do that. Don't bring mm-hmm. drag people like Jesus that. Jesus was don't...
1: brown and you're just gonna have to get over it.
0: Right. That's that's pretty <laughs> much that that's where we can end right there jesus was jesus was brown and get over it so sarah i'm sorry you were robbed
1: and also i don't use any of that language in any capacity of my life ever Right, that was a direct quote as we said at the top of the show
0: we're now having this video and i'm like watching her like wince and then say it so it's it's true. She doesn't use this language. She is very... um. She she believes in the power of words. She believes in the power of pronouns. She believes in the power of everything that, you know, respecting people. And I hope that you get your window fixed at some point because it's cold outside. It'll probably
1: be spring before it comes in, but it'll be fine. Yeah, there you go. There's a beautiful tarp holding it up, and plywood and everything <laughs> else.
0: Well, thanks for coming on my show. And... Of course, everybody loves it when you're You're here. You're welcome. It's the best. All right, folks. Remember to believe the scientists, wear your mask, stay six feet apart, get your vaccines if you're eligible, and let's get back to normal life. Stay safe, stay healthy. And Sarah, I'll see you soon.